Hey everybody, and welcome back to another Wednesday, which means it's time for Wiki What Wednesdays. And welcome back everybody to another episode of Wiki What Wednesday. I'm your host Skylar, and sorry if this is later than you expected it to come out. Um, I know some people have been looking for it, mainly Jennifer, uh, but I like to record this when it's at a quieter time in the house instead of blasting music or other things or dogs are going crazy, so right now seems like a good time. So for those that don't listen, this is part of the Noodles on the Wall podcast, which also brings you... Environmental Nights, which you can catch on Tuesday and Thursday. So tomorrow's episode will be coming out tomorrow. Uh, it's two-parter because Halloween's tomorrow, and I don't know what will be recorded, but it looks like it's going to be a rainy day tomorrow. So kids will either not trick-or-treat as much or uh, go out in their pon- ponchos. But for those that are just tuning in for the first time, this show is all about uh, me clicking random articles on Wikipedia and reading them to you guys because there's a lot of stuff out there that I don't know and I'm sure you guys don't know either and hopefully this will educate both of us. So I typically do between one and I did four uh, articles last or a couple weeks ago, but it's mainly all random, so I have no idea what's coming, and neither do you. So it could be a short article, it could be a long article. I don't know until I click random article. Uh, I think that covers everything. There will be an ad break probably between an article or so, and that helps us make some money so every listen counts so tell people about it if they want to learn about random facts that they probably won't hear about any otherwise all right so i think that covers our bases and so i shall get started if you hear any uh dogs i have blue here he looks like he's falling asleep at the end of the bed he had a big day of playing fetch indoors because you can't go on a walk because it is raining. So that's just a heads up. And with that, let's get started. All right. First article is on Travel Channel International. So Travel Channel International is a commercial television channel owned by Discovery Incorporated and broadcasting travel-themed programs in the EMEA regions and Asia-Pacific. EMEA stands for Europe, Middle East, and Africa. But they're spanning on 21 on-air languages. The channel was formerly operated by Travel Channel International Limited, and despite the name, it had no... Relation with the American television channel of the same name. TCI was acquired by Scripps Network Interactive, 
owners of the American Channel, in May 2012. In March 2018, Discovery Incorporated acquires Scripps Network Interactive. Beginning in October 2018, the international service has again diverged from the American Network and its programming as the latter network was relaunched as a destination for paranormal and supernatural programming. Okay. Uh, so the history. Travel Channel was launched by Landmark Communications in Europe in February 1994. In 2004, it was sold to the station's chief executive, Richard Wolff, and placed under the wings of Travel Channel International Limited. A second sister channel, Travel Channel 2, launched on Sky Digital in the UK and Ireland on February 11, 2008, but closed on March 2, 2009, when the EPG slot was sold to TCM UK, uh, which TCM is a subscription digital television channel featuring classic musics, classic movies from Turner Entertainment and Warner Brothers. The Travel, the Travel Channel International began to offer their high-definition channel, Travel Channel HD throughout Europe on November 15, 2010, and consequently Asia. TCI was acquired by Scripps Network Interactive in May 2012. On May on March 25, 2013, Travel Channel received refreshed branding with an overhaul of its scheduling and programming. On April 2, 2013, the channel was launched on Freesat a free-to-air satellite television platform in the United Kingdom. As of 2017, the British version does not carry an HD simulcast. In March 2018, Discovery Inc. acquired Scripps Network Interactive. On January 16, 2019, Travel Channel was removed from Freesat and Freeview in favor of its sister channel, DMAX, in the United Kingdom. Travel Channel closed in the Netherlands and Flanders on January 31st, 2019. Content from former Scripps television channels, Travel Channel, Fine Living, and Food Network has been integrated into the programming of Discovery, TLC, and Investigation Discovery in the Benelux. Travel Channel Plus One closed on Sky UK on September 16, 2019, and was replaced by a time shift of UK TV's drama. Uh, and then it goes into channels, which every single one of them is called Travel Channel, no matter where you go in the world. So I'm not going to read Travel Channel seven times in a row. Uh, availability. Uh, it just gives a bunch of providers and what channel they are. I don't know if anybody wants to know this, but uh, they're Astra 28.2 degrees east, Bind Channels Network, Canna Digital, Cosmo TV, Kofari Polsat, which is Poland's, Digitalb, Bolsacom, DSTV, Magistat, NC Plus, Nova Greece, Orange Polska, Orange Romania, Polaris Media, Sky, Telecom TV, Total TV, and Zap. Uh, so the programming on Travel Channel 
The lineup consists of programming involving travel, such as guides to holiday planning and traditional documentary programming about destinations, cuisine, culture, nature, shopping, along with other types of travel, such as backpacking, culinary tourism, eco-tourism, and luxury tourism. And that's the end of that. So... Travel Channel International has been around for uh, 25 years now. And it originally wasn't connected to America. And then it was connected to America. And then uh, last year at this time, uh, they broke back away. Well, they didn't break away. They just diverged. And... uh, and now it's ghosts and supernatural destination hunting. Because I guess nobody travels that much or cares about this programming. And spooky stuff does more in the month of October. Who knew? Who guessed? Who would think that? Alright, well, that covers one article. Let's do another. Uh, this one is real short. I think it's only a sentence long. It is Speedium. Speedium? Sepidium. I don't know. It is a genus of beetles in the family Tenebois. Bryondae is a type genus of its tribe. Um, so it's hard to describe this. It just looks like a beetle with six legs. Um, it's got a long antenna. Kind of like a praying mantis if it was like more of a beetle brown and not as long of a body. I guess... Uh, it looks like it was discovered in 1775, but uh, that's all this Wikipedia article has, so I will do another one. Sometimes you never know what will come from it, but this looks like a good new article. It is Phineas and Ferb the movie Across the Second Dimension. So if you like Disney Channel, buckle up. Uh, Phineas and Ferb the movie Across the Second Dimension is a 2011 Disney Channel original movie based on the TV series Phineas and Ferb. The film premiered on August 5th, 2011 in the United States. It was first announced by Jeff Swampy Marsh during a January 2010 interview with the Daily Telegraph. The events of the movies take place during the third season of Phineas and Ferb. Is the first feature-length film of the Phineas and Ferb series and the fourth animated Disney Channel originated movie following Kim Possible movies, So the Drama, The Proud Family Movie, and Leroy and Stitch. I forgot about Leroy and Stitch. That was a good movie. Uh, The film premiere averaged 7.6 million viewers, making it one of the highest-rated animated programs on cable in more than three years. It later gained over 3 million viewers to become the second-best animated basic cable telecast ever in 
kids 6 through 11 and tweens 9 through 14 and cable's fifth best movie ever in total viewers uh so this is a big spoiler so if you don't if you want to watch the movie uh go watch it before i read the plot so i'll give you a couple seconds to stop this all right if you haven't clicked stop that's too bad here's the plot to celebrate the fifth anniversary of Perry becoming their pet, Perry the Platypus, for those who don't know the show, uh, Phineas and Ferb create a gigantic shuttlecock in order to play giant badminton. When Perry's hovercraft accidentally collides with their shuttlecock, the boys crash into Dr. Doofenshmirtz's lab and destroy his other dimension inator, which creates portals to parallel dimensions. Intrigued, the two help Doofenshmirtz rebuild the machine. Perry arrives to stop Doofenshmirtz, but unwilling to reveal a secret identity to the boys, reverts to pet mode and is unable to prevent them from helping Doofenshmirtz. Schmirtz. Uh, the group travels to an alternate dimension where evil du- Doofenshmirtz rules the tri-state area with his army of Normbots. The second Perry, known as Platyborg, was converted into an evil cyborg by Doofenshmirtz II and programmed to serve as his second-in-command. Doof 2 orders Platyborg to attack the boys, forcing Perry to reveal a secret identity to the boys' surprise. Perry and the boys escape, but Phineas is angry with Perry for his long-term deception. With their remote opening a portal for other dimensions, but not their home, the boys seek out their alternate selves, who have grown up without knowing about Summer. Doofenshmirtz 2 decides to use other Dimensionator to invade the original Tri-State area. In order to keep Perry off track, Doof 2 announces he will spare Phineas and Ferb if Perry surrenders. Perry agrees to the deal, but before he leaves is told by an upset Phineas that he is no longer him and Ferb's pet. When Doofenshmirtz 2 learns that only the boys can fix the other Dimensionator, he reneges on the deal. Phineas and Ferb ask the alternate Isabella for help and find that she and alternate versions of Baljeet, Buford, and the Fireside Girls are part of the resistance movement, led by alternate Candace. Baljeet, too, is able to open the portal to the original dimension, but upon learning about Perry's capture, Phineas and Ferb decide to rescue Perry before they can leave. In the original dimension, Candace spots the portal and jumps through, causing it to close. The kids set off to rescue Perry, but are trapped by Doofenshmirtz too and his forces. They escape with Perry when he provides a distraction, but during the chase, Platyborg disables one of the mine carts, slowing them down. Unwilling to endanger her brothers, Candace too abandons Phineas, Ferb, Candace One, and Perry. The boys refuse to fix the machine, but inadvertently remind Doofenshmirtz how they fixed his machine by removing the self-destruct, self-destruct button. After Doofenshmirtz powers up the machine, Doofenshmirtz 2 orders Phineas, Ferb, Candace, and Perry to be fed to a gigantic monster called the Guzim. When Doofenshmirtz annoys him again, Doofenshmirtz 2 orders him to be fed as well. Before the five can be eaten, Candace 2 rescues them and gives them the remote, allowing Phineas, Ferb, Candace, Perry, and Doofenshmirtz to travel through other dimensions until they reach their home dimension. Despite this, Candace 2 is captured by the Normbots. Doofenshmirtz 2 arrives at their dimension and releases the Normbots into Danville. Perry gives Phineas and Ferb the locket off his collar. 
which leads them to Perry's lair. Inside, they find replicas of all their previous inventions. With the help of their friends, the children of Danville, and the OWCA agents, Phineas and Ferb use inventions to defeat the Normbots, while Candace 2 is freed by Phineas 2, Ferb 2, and Jeremy 2, and Perry defeats Platyborg. Before Doofenshmirtz can destroy Perry, Phineas and Ferb, with a large robot version of himself, Doofenshmirtz arrives and gives Doofenshmirtz 2 a toy train that he lost when he was a kid, which was the sole reason he turned evil. His tragic backstory resolved, Doofenshmirtz 2 self-destructs his normal boss and returns to his own dimension, only to be arrested. Several characters from other dimensions arrive in the original dimension to thank their counterparts for saving the day. Platyborg, freed from his evil program and reverts to his normal self, as a result of which Phineas 2 and Ferb 2 forgive and take him home. The evil, the group initially distraught to learn that Perry will be relocated since his cover was blown, but at the nick of time, Carl remembers Doofenshmirtz has an amnesia innator that can erase memories. With this realization, Phineas, Ferb, Candace, and all their friends have their memories erased, allowing them to keep Perry permanently. Before they can, before they all forget what happened, Perry, Phineas and Ferb say their goodbyes to Perry, while Isabella sees the opportunity to kiss Phineas. Later, Perry enters his lair and uploads photos from the day onto his computer, smiling happy. Uh, so that is the plot for that. Um, there's next is the cast, which I didn't know Mitchell Musso was in that. He was in Hannah Montana, and Allison Stoner is Isabella. She was uh, in a lot of early Disney stuff. Ashley Tisdale. Is Candace, but I knew that before. Jack McBriar from I think Thirty Rock, yeah, he's in it. Slash, I guess, from Guns N' Roses. I didn't know he was in it, but apparently he is. And those might be the only names I recognize. Uh. Yeah, that's pretty much all the people I recognize. The soundtrack of the movie Finish and Ferb across the sec- first and second dimensions includes eight songs from the movie and 14 songs from the series released on August 2nd. Guns N' Roses guitarist Slash co-wrote and performed a song for the soundtrack called Kick It Up a Notch. The song I Walk Away is not included in the soundtrack. A song cut from the film Mysterious Force is included, though. Um... Uh... I guess I'll read the titles of the songs. Uh, track 1, Everything's Bear with Perry. Track 2, Perfect Day. Track 3, Hey Ferb. Track 4, Brand New Friend. Track 5, You're Going Down. Track 6, What You Doing. Track 7, Summer, Where Do We Begin. Track 8, Perry the Platypus. Track 9, Taking Care of Things. Track 10, Not Knowing Where You're Going. Track 11, Brand New Reality. Track 12, There's a Platypus Controlling Me. Track 13, Mysterious Force. 14, my Ride from Outer Space, 15, Come Home Perry, 16, Back in Gilmarched Up, 17, When You Levitate, Levitate, 18, You're Not Ferb, 19, Robot Riot, 20, Roller Coaster, 21, Carpe Diem, 22, Kick It Up a Notch. And then Walmart sells a version with 10 extra songs. So number 23 is A-G-L-E-T, 24, Happy Evil Love Song, 25, 
not so bad a dad, 26, when will he call me, 27, spa day, 28, Candace party, 29, give me a grade, 30, x-ray eyes, 31, hemoglobin highway, 32, watching and waiting. Oh my, and the article continues. Uh, the DVD release includes deleted scenes, including a scene with other dimension Vanessa, the group flying in a blimp to the dooming place, an extension of everyone losing memory in the OWCA, uh, which is the organization without a cool acronym headquarters, as well as other deleted scenes. Uh, video games. Console games. A video game based on the movie was released. In it, players assume the role of Phineas Ferb and their second dimension forms, as well as Agent P, and a character exclusive to the game, Agent T. As they travel through worlds, the characters use gadgets such as baseball launchers, carbonators, soda blasters to defeat enemies. Scenes from the movie are present in the game. The game was released on August 2nd, 2011 for PS3, Wii, and DS. The PS3 version also has four episodes of the show in Blu-ray format as a bonus feature. And then there is an online game, a separate online game titled Fence and Ferb the Movie game the dimension of doom was released when the website for across the second dimension was launched the game plays very similar to its predecessor transportinators of doom of which it even shares its name with in the game the player plays as phineas ferb agent p or candace of the second dimension and after the game is beaten the phineas and ferb of the second dimension as well each character has a glider to help get fly through the air and a ray gun to defeat nearby enemies. The start and end of most levels have full voice cutscenes. However, they do not follow the storyline of the actual film, but rather one of its all of its own. In the game, Isabella and Baljeet of the Second Dimension appear to give the player guidelines. Doctor Doofenshmirtz of the Second Dimension also appears to taunt the player. Ugh, this is a long article. Almost done. Released critical reception. Maploom of Wired.com website claims that this is truly an instant classic, right up there with the second, with some of the best cartoons ever made. Los Angeles Times television critic Robert Lloyd enjoyed the Phineas and Ferb across the second dimension, as well as noting a hint of emotional depth regarding the love between animals and the people who live with them. Both reviewers highlighted the film's employment of adult-oriented humor that makes it equally enjoyable for viewers of all ages. Noel Murray of the AV Club gave it a B plus. He said that the action theme of the movie was a deviation of what the series does best, but that the movie still had enough to satisfy its fans, including a di- charming dialogue. Ratings: Phineas and Ferb: The Movie Across the Second Dimension averaged 7.6 million viewers. The film soared to be TV's number one scripted telecast of 2011 to date, among kids 6 to 11. Uh, TV's number one movie among tweens 9 through 14, and Cable's number one movie of the year in total viewers. Moreover, the film ranked as Cable's number one animated telecast in more than three years among kids 6 through 11, tweens 9 through 14. Uh, The last one that it beat was Fairly Odd Baby, which that was the one where Cosmo Wanda got the baby, if I remember right. And ranks number four among all animated cable telecasts in the tween demo. In Australia, the movie had 122,000 viewers. In the UK, there were 533,000 viewers. In Canada, the film delivered 915,000 viewers on the Family Channel.
box office. Phineas and Ferb, the movie Across the Second Dimension, was released theatrically in Spain, being the third Disney Channel series to be released in theaters after Hannah Montana and Lizzie McGuire. On its opening weekend, it grossed $1.259 million, with an average of four. 4,467 from 282 theaters, earning the number four spot in the country. The film lost 49% of its growth gross on the second weekend, earning 646,145. The movie had grossed 5.689 million in Spain as of December 11th. Home media. The movie presented in widescreen was released on DVD on August 23rd, 2011. It includes eight deleted scenes, interactive menus with, with Easter eggs, an animation music video, a karaoke sing-along feature, Dr. D's Jukeboxinator, Prance of Cant's Execution, and, and, and the episode Attack of the 50-Foot Sister. With character and creator commentary, the digital copy also bundled... Includes the film and eight digital music tracks. For a limited time, a free impact platypult kit was included with the set. Toys R Us sells a version of the DVD with a bonus disc containing the season three episodes Ask a Foolish Question and Misperceived Monotreme. As well as a ch- as well, a change is made to the credits of the movie of the full version of Taking Care of Things is heard. Replace and kick it up a notch. Instead of the background being black, it features a dark blue background with several triangles. They said it was also in the television premiere of the film in some countries. The film was released in the UK on March 5th, 2012. With the same bonus features as well as the bonus episodes, Tack of the 50-Foot Sister. <sighs> Almost done. Broadcast Disney Channel. The movie premiered on August 5th, 2011 in Canada and Hong Kong on August 27th, 2011 in Singapore, Philippines, and Malaysia on September 25th in Asia and September 30th in UK, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, and November 5th in South Africa. Disney XD. The movie premiered on August 20th in Canada. October 2nd in India, and October 6th in the UK and Ireland. Television follow-up. A 22-minute episode titled Tales from the Resistance Back to the Second Dimension was produced for the fourth season of the television series. It aired November 25th, 2014 on Disney XD. In addition to this, Emmy Award-winning actress and recurring guest star Allison Janney voiced second Charlene, the ex-wife of... Second Doofenshmirtz, standalone sequel. On April 11th, 2019, it was announced that a second film titled Phineas and Ferb the Movie, Can Discuss the Universe, would be released on Disney Plus within a year of its launch. Most of the series' cast will be reprising their roles, except Thomas Stanger as Ferb, who will be replaced by David Urigo Jr., who previously voiced Ferb on Milo Murphy's Law. And there you go. That was a long article. But we're all done now. So uh, I'm going to call it for today. So that is the end of the episode. 
So hope you guys all learned something new about the Travel Channel International, Sepidium, and Phineas and Ferb. I did not know about Travel Channel, and I never saw the Phineas and Ferb movie. So now I know stuff, and apparently there's another Phineas and Ferb movie coming out here soon. I think Disney Plus releases next month sometime. If anybody wants to get it for me. Uh, but that does it for today. We will be back with Wiki What next Wednesday, and we will be coming to you for another Environmental Nights tomorrow. If you have any suggestions, complaints, put them on a review. You can find us on Spotify, Google Music, Apple Music, or wherever you find your podcast. And that about does it for today, so I will see you all next week. This episode has been a production of the Noodles on the Wall podcast.